Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Teacher Renewed Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Palmas. I am a wife, mom, author, and lifelong educator who has been doing some hard work for two decades. This podcast is about renewing hope, happiness, and belief in education. We get real and talk candidly about ways educators across the globe are working to uproot the education system and making transformational changes for all educators and students. And beyond the why and the what these transformational education leaders are doing, we get into the how you as an educator can drive toward these changes. I am here to take away the pain, exhaustion that too many of us feel day in and day out and rid ourselves of the question if we made the right career choice. Trust me, you did. So let's dig in and ignite the joy, passion, and belief all educators had when deciding to enter a career in education. And let's make some change. So much is possible in education. Welcome back to the Teacher Renewed Podcast. I am so excited because this is episode number two of a three-part series about becoming a coach and readiness of becoming a coach. And last week, we tackled four essential mindsets that all extraordinary coaches need to have. And just to recap, those mindsets include belief, belief in self, belief in students, belief in the adults in front of you. The second one being collaboration and the ability to lean into other people in this space. Number three is that not all instructional coaching needs to be technical. And number four is this is not about the coach. Coaching is not about the coach. It is about the coaching. So if you haven't listened to that, you have the summation, but would love for you to go back, listen to that, and then come over and listen to this next part where we are going to talk about different models of coaching. And I share this as a part of this series because I want to make sure that as you are going into coaching, as you are a coach, you are thinking beyond the very basic instructional coaching model that we have. We'll be talking about three coaching buckets that will hopefully help you shift your thinking about the way in which we can be coaching teachers. And really excited to share with you in the coming weeks, I will be offering coaching mastermind with people to dig into these different modes of coaching and really be thinking about when to use these modes of coaching, how to build a plan for coaching people in these different buckets. So really excited for that. More to come in our third third episode of this series. But with all of that said, and I want to honor and let you know that these are not Kelly Pomus's models in essence. There's different ways in which I will infuse the Kelly as part of them, but want to honor that these were shared with me by my coach And I have added and tweaked and adjusted some of this to really ensure that this is accessible to this community. And so as I dig into these three buckets, I want to make sure that, again, I am honoring the people who have shared that with me, who have studied this much more extensively than I have, and have shared with me the insights to make this type of coaching really powerful. And so let's dig into the first bucket of coaching, which we call consultative. And consultative in its word is consult. And as you're thinking about consultative coaching, this is you as the coach 
giving the answers. So there's a couple things to think about as a consultative coach. It is driven by I. I do this for you. I am giving this to you. You as the coach are the expert. This is a lot of technical change. And you can think about this often from the lens of the observation debrief cycle that many of us know really well. We as instructional coaches go into a classroom. We come up with the one thing that we know needs to help propel a teacher. And then from there, we spend time telling them what they need to do, maybe practice it, tell them to go implement it in their classroom. We observe for it. We come back to debrief and reflect on it. But the idea here is that you, as the coach, are giving the answer. And it's very typically technical. And so the idea here is you're changing the action of the coachee. You are saying, do this. And so then the action changes. The way this could look is oftentimes teaching or directly modeling, but then you're not doing this with reflection or debrief. You're just saying, watch how I teach and this is how you do it. Here are all the things you should be noticing. And oftentimes you as the coach are sharing your own experiences. And so the idea here is that you might use this with really green teachers who have no clue what they're doing, look at you in deer and headlights and say, how do I do this? How do I make this happen? And you offer to your coachee suggestions and tell them this is how you do this. An example is when I had a, a teacher, she was in her first year and she had unfortunately just was completely drained, completely burned out, was contemplating leaving and the principal and I were working very closely together and the principal had brought me in and said, look, we are not going to renew her contract. She is not capable of teaching. And I very much had to put a consultative coaching hat on and say, do this. And as she did those things and stayed a week within her classroom, and, and mind you, I had 35 other people I was coaching across the city I was working in, but I stayed a week within her classroom and did a lot of teaching. Do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Practice this, practice this. We stayed after school. We used her planning period. And I fed her a lot of get betters, a lot of technical feedback that she just needed to be able to tweak and get better with. And as she started to infuse these things, the technical got better. That is what a consultative coach does. Let me share another example of a teacher who I coached who really had the wherewithal in terms of like the mental capacity and emotional capacity to teach. And I, you know, she just said, I just don't know how to re-shift my classroom, go in to observe, and was basically like, you need a reward system. What are you doing to get kids to feel celebrated and affirmed for their work? And the consultant in me said, here is something you can use. Used it and boom, done. That was a very technical shift. We changed an action. She needed this. I gave her this. She moved on. 
So that is consultative. And it can have a lot of benefits, especially for our teachers who need those little tweaks, who just need something fed to them. You know, a lot of times we see this as professional development as well. And so you can think of professional development as consultative if you are the person who is presenting these ideas. This is the curriculum. This is how you use it. This is what you do with the curriculum. Oftentimes, very consultative coaching. So that's the first bucket. The second bucket is what we call mentor coaching. And in mentor coaching, this is more about the we. This is more about the collaboration. The coachee is participating as an equal. They are reflecting, they're problem solving, they're workshopping. And oftentimes this is guided by the coachee's questions. What would you think about me trying this? Or I'm thinking about trying this. What are your thoughts to that? And so the coachee has some ideas. The coachee is saying to the coach, this is what I'm thinking. And the coach is saying, let's problem solve through that. I love that. Let me think through how that might work. And that, is, therefore, is a very collaborative process. For example, you might be planning a lesson together. So on the consultative side, you've gotten your curriculum and learned how to use the curriculum. Now, as a coach, you might be saying, your coach might say to you, I really want to tweak this lesson. And you as a coach say, okay. Let's, let us, we work together to do that. What are you thinking about tweaking? Oh, here's an idea. That is very mentory coaching. You also might be teaching or directly modeling with, though, this time strategic reflection and or a debrief and making the plans for that lesson together. So you might say, okay, you want me to model teach for you? Great. Let's plan this lesson together. This is, this is what we are going to be teaching together tomorrow. I will model it. You tell me now, what are some tweaks that you noticed might need to have been made? What are other things that you saw me doing that you would like to infuse? Like, I am not sitting here saying, do this. In a mentor coaching capacity, we as coaches are saying what we can do. And this sits really well and comfortably for many of us as coaches. And I will say that even new teachers can benefit from mentor coaching. New teachers who are really needing to be thinking about things and building that reflective muscle, is it, this kind of coaching can be very powerful and profound. In this model of coaching, the coach might add experiences and anecdotes to support learning. So, you know, when I taught, I tried something like this. Now, what does that make you think that you might be able to do? Or is there something in that that you might want to try? Versus when I taught, I did this. You should try this. Let's practice. Again, that's consultative. In the mentor coaching, we're saying, let's be sure that we are spending time together. And I am, yes, giving you ideas but we are actually brainstorming them or we are holes in these ideas to make them something that works for you. And finally, and I already mentioned this, we're co-planning, we're co-teaching, we're really then also reflecting on this process. And so it is, this is about us being a team 
and us being together in this space. This is not about, again, me being the person who is, who is feeling you with all of the answers. A really powerful approach to coaching, especially as we're trying to build the leadership capacity of our teachers. The last bucket that I want to talk about is one that I've become much more passionate about. I lived in the consultative and mentor coaching space. And these are the spaces that we know the best because these are the spaces that we have experienced in coaching the most, especially in education. The transformational coaching, though, we see more often in the executive world. And what I am trying to do alongside some peers who have been in the coaching process with me is build in the executive coaching within education. And we call this coaching transformational coaching. So even in executive coaching, you can have consultative, you can have mentor, but where transformational coaching typically lives is outside the world of education because we feel like we need to be holding the hands of our teachers. We feel like we need the technicalities. And when a teacher reaches a point that they are highly effective and highly proficient teachers, oftentimes the coaching decreases or completely disappears. And we're like, we wash our hands of you. Now you go on and find your own professional development and learning. And we put the onus on them. However, there is a world where we as coaches can still coach our highest performing teachers. And as I'm thinking about this community, so many of you are the highest performing teachers. And so there is advocacy that you can be doing for some transformational coaching. In fact, I'm really excited because I've been able to take this coaching model put it into the classrooms of many of the teachers I currently coach who are veterans, who, while might not have been in education nearly as long as me, I only taught for seven years. These teachers are te teaching 13, 15, 20 years. And so it's really fun knowing that there is a form of coaching out there that can really support their needs and their development. And again, that's called transformational coaching. And so a little about transformational coaching before I give you some examples of my own experiences, this is about the you and not you as the coach, you as the coachee. This is about the coachee and their development. So in consultative, we had the I, I as the coach and giving you the answers. In mentor coaching, we had the we, we as a coaching coachee are working in partnership. And in transformational coaching, this is about you the coachee. This is where we have a deepened level of reflection on part of the coachee. As the coach, we are not fueling them with answers. We are simply giving them questions for them to build their own reflective capacity to come to the answers on their own because they have them. The coachee selects the topic and outcome and measures for the session. Do you as a coach facilitate the conversation through questions? Nothing about the coach is part of the process. This is all about the coachee. And you as the coach empathize with the coachee, but without drawing connections to themselves. So like in mentor coaching and consultative, you're giving anecdotes. You're saying and sharing your experiences. In the transformational coaching, you are not. Because we want the coaching experience in the transformational coaching bucket to be about the coachee. 
I realized when I was coaching that first teacher I talked about who the principal was like, I can't. I spent the week in their classroom. And we got the technical. We got the technical down and things in the classroom for the remainder of the three months that were left of school were better. But what I realized is I missed the boat because we did the consultative and we did some mentor coaching throughout the end of the week. But what I missed the boat on was the transformational coaching because it wasn't so much her inability to learn the technical. It was a lot of under the surface work that she needed to do. She was hurting emotionally and mentally. And I will, not, I will say transformational coaching is not counseling. We're not digging so deep into the person's psyche and their, their childhood, but we're helping them to become aware of what's going on. Why is it happening and what needs to change? And so had I actually spent some time doing this of, you know, asking, what do you want to work on? I want to get my classroom better. What is the measure of success for you getting your classroom better? I just need to know how to get it better. Had I said, well, what's kept you from doing that? You know, she probably would have shared, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I'm super stressed. I don't know how to get ahead. And we could have spent a day or two outside of the classroom helping her get organized because that was still an issue. She didn't believe in herself and select confidence and withdrew. And those are things that her principal said, yes, she might be more effective in classroom management, but she's still disorganized. She's still incapable of getting to work on time. She's still calling and sit at least once a week. We're not going to rehire her. And so it wasn't enough to do the technical. I should have been rather spending time really digging into the transformational. So the realizations of what was really underneath the lack of ability could have been surfaced. That is transformational coaching. And yes, she was in her first year. And yes, I could have been doing those things with her as a first year teacher. And so I don't want you to think that because a teacher is a first year teacher, they need to be consulted or mentored. If you know you're not making progress on the technical, it might be time to go into the transformational coaching. And you are probably asking yourself, okay, but how do I know how to use these? And how do I build my skill set? Well, guess what? Like I said, I'm going to be offering an opportunity for you to be coached by me within a cohort of other people and really learn about these different buckets, when to use them and how to use them. More to come in the third episode. For now though, I wanna leave you with an anchoring question that all coaches need to be asking themselves. And before I ask this question, I want this to be grounded in a shift of mindset. So often we go into a classroom or we go to a teacher and say, what needs to change in this classroom? What skill needs to be built to help change this classroom? That's a great question, but an even better initial question is, what type of coaching needs to happen to get to a skill that needs to change? What type of coaching does this coaching need to support any change that is going to happen? 
It's not about what needs to happen in the classroom, but it's first, what type of coaching do we need to be using? More to come in episode number three of this series. Really excited to share with you the roadblocks to building a plan to becoming a coach. You have some foundations, you have the mindset, you have now some knowledge about what coaching could be and rather should be. And now next week we'll ground, we'll dig into what coaching or building a plan to become the coach you want to be. So stay tuned. Can't wait to talk to you next week. And remember, if you loved this episode, if it spoke to you, if you know somebody who could benefit from hearing it, please share it with them. Tag me at teacher underscore renewed on Instagram. DM me if you have any questions. And I love, love, love seeing the likes, seeing the comments. Want to hear from you. Thanks for everything. Wow, another episode in the books. Thank you so much for joining me today and every week on the podcast. So what are you taking away from today's episode? Let me know by heading to Instagram and either commenting on this episode's IG picture or DM me and tell me you listened to the episode and share a little nugget you received. I am at teacher underscore renewed. And as always, if you liked this episode and know someone who is on a journey to becoming a better teacher and educator, share this with them. And it might just be the one thing they needed to hear today. Or share this episode in your stories and tag me at teacher underscore renewed. All right, my friends, I will be back next week with another episode for more of what's possible in education.